Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. I'm going to be speaking on a message I call the prophecy, the prophecy, the prophecy, the prophecy. Everybody say the prophecy. Come on, say the prophecy. Now, our theme for this year is explosion. The explosion tells us what is going to happen. That there will be many sudden things that will take place. Um, we are going to have an explosion in three areas. An explosion in three areas. Now, all the explosions have to do with growth, increase, expansion, enlargement. Something becoming big. We believe in hard things. And those people believe in hard things. Even when you see the Akenke, you know. We are used to hard things. So sometimes you'll be in a church and somebody says, oh, these days, the church is not like the former one. And when they say they want the former church, eh, they want the one where you used to pray like this. He karadababoshi. He karadababoshi. He karadababoshi. That was the prayer. So even when God gives them an air-conditioned room to pray in, it will still be ikarababoshi. We believe that the harder the thing is, the more God is in it. But then you read the scripture and Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The prophecy today is this. Fountain gate will explode, but with ease. Anybody clapping, it will be easy. I'm praying in Jesus' name. Fountain gate, may you explode without stress. If you want to bring stress into the world of explosives, compare today's explosives with yesterday's explosives. Several years ago, when they say somebody's a hunter, it means the guy has this big hat, this big gun. In fact, my father had a gun. My father had a gun. Now, so my father's gun, I couldn't inherit it because I used to know the way the man used to struggle to shoot it. He has to go then he would do then he fire one. Pay. Your friends are the tea above friend. And two two back one. Now one can say a two backwards. You know, it, it push it, it pushes you backwards. Then you gather yourself and then tea above And all the hunters and even soldiers and police in those days used to use those kind of weapons. Then as technology improved, the guns and the explosives were becoming easier. Listen, years ago, to do one bomb, to plant one dynamite and bomb your enemy, you have to hide and go and hide it. You hide it, then you go far away. And there is something you must hold like that. And go, whom, 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 then bam. But these days, oh, the button is a small thing somebody just puts on him. He just press a K. And even the one you do the K is still outmoded. This time, they just time it. And the thing knows when it will blast off. 
In the technology for explosives, the thing is becoming easier and easier. Let me tell you people, as a pastor, if what you used to do 10 years ago to get results, you are still doing the same thing today, it means you are moving backwards. You are moving backwards. I remember I used to stand here and when we are going to build one small thing in this church, I will raise pledges. Who will give 300? Who will give 1,000? Who will give 500? Who will give 50? And we used to have these long names and then people have to go to the veranda and form a queue. <laughs> I got to a place. I said, After all, how much is going to come in? I said, Lord, I'm believing God that you will raise individuals. Give me one person who can do what 1,000 people would do. You are not saying amen to that? Give me a situation where what you need 1,000 people to do, one human being would do it. After all, God wanted to save the whole world and he gave us only one savior and not 300 saviors. I pray in all your ministries that some people will just get up one or two or three. One or two or three. May life become easier for you. May it become easier to marry, easier to build, easier to raise children, easier to break through in church. May church growth in Fontinke Chapel become easier. May expanding EAM become easier. May doing KIA become easier. It's not by might and it's not by power, but by my spirit. And the Bible said, it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showeth mercy. And you want to compare the old kind of explosives with the new ones. Listen, it is the will of God for life to be easier for you. If I have to do what I used to do when I was 20 years, and 30 years and 40 years to get results today at the age of 60 something no god will kill me early so the older you grow the easier it becomes and god makes it easier and easier and i've seen some people when god puts them on the digital mode they will force themselves back into analog he takes them into software systems and compliance they want to go back into analog and you know it's just it's a normal human nature they are in the wilderness they are going to the promised land and some people said no let us make a captain who will take us back into egypt i pray that god will impose an easier way of life to you he said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest at times, when the thing is becoming easier, we feel guilty. God is saying, I, 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 want, I want to make things easier for you. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. God wants to make things easier in your life. He doesn't want things to become more, more difficult. But in those days, Archbishop gave us, now I remember where I was. He gave us that kind of money and that used to support us. And Almost any time we, we needed the support, we either had to raise these pledges, these laborious methods, or you had to go somewhere and find somebody who could help you and so on and so forth. 
And God is saying to us in the prophecy today that the people you used to go to, you will not go to them again. They will come to you. Listen to me. Those of you who are businessmen, you will not go to your customers. They will come. Those of you who want to marry, your wife will come to you. Your husband will come to you. Listen, even those of you men who were looking for a wife to marry and the wives were bouncing you, seven have bounced you already. The eighth one, don't go and propose. A woman is coming to propose to you. May God make life easier for you. Those who just clapped, you are receiving. Easy. The prophecy if you cannot go to them they will come to you if you cannot go to them they will come to you you see these kind of rich people whose house you cannot even go and knock the door and witness to them you can't go and knock on the door and witness to them because their walls are so high and their dogs are so many i have an announcement for you if you cannot go into their houses go back to your church and wait they will come You will see people in a mosque and you are saying, how can we witness to all these Muslims? You wait, they will come. They will come. Did you ever know that the world will come to a place where bankers will come and sit down with you, banks, and they are begging you to come for a loan? Several years ago, when you wanted a loan, you have to go to the bank and you will beg and beg and beg. But a time came when we realized you can do it another way. Instead of begging, build yourself. I will explain it and you will understand. I'm not a banker. But instead of begging, take your time and build your business. Build your ministry. Build something like that build the congregation the bank will be sitting where they are sitting and they will realize that you are a customer they must need in their community they will come to you and they'll be begging you to come for a loan i pray in that listen may your father-in-law come and beg you to take a wife may your mother-in-law come and beg you to take a husband am i talking to somebody at all stop all this running around everywhere looking for something because the prophecy is that the thing is coming and fronting the chapel i came to tell you when we say explosion stop scratching your head stop asking yourself how shall these things be seeing i know not a man he said the holy ghost will come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you may god make life easy for you and that god will make the great commission easy to execute by bringing the people who must support and empower you to you receive that in the name of jesus the prophecy is isaiah chapter 60 and the verse number one isaiah 60 verse one arise shine for your light is come Everybody say your light is come. 
you didn't go to look for the light the light came somebody lift up your right hand and say my light is coming come on say my light is coming say my light is coming say my light is coming arise shine for your light is come and the glory of the lord is risen upon you darkness shall cover the people and and gross darkness behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people but the lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon thee now watch this the gentiles will come to your light and their kings will come to the brightness of your rising lift up your eyes run about and see all they gather themselves together they come to thee thy sons they come to thee thy sons shall come from afar and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side verse number 10 the sons of strangers will build your walls and their kings shall minister unto you for in my wrath i smote you but in my favor have i had mercy on you now you go back and you realize that when you read isaiah chapter 60 and if you want go and check that prophecy you are not going to nothing you are not going to things you are not going to things things are coming to you things are coming to you everybody say things are coming to me come on say things are coming to me come on say things are coming to me things are coming 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 your car is coming your house is coming your food is coming your breakthrough is coming your miracle is coming your wife is coming your husband is coming it's coming it's coming it's coming you read isaiah 16 the prophecy and it is coming 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 and the prophecy to fountain gate chapel as we explode the prophecy to em kia and everything as we explode the prophecy is that god is directing human traffic towards us strategically god is directing human traffic towards us i see the human traffic coming towards you i said i see the human traffic coming towards you i see it the engineer you need is coming the lawyer you need is coming the architect you need is coming the pastor you need is coming the singer you need is coming the organist you need is coming the drummer you need is coming the singer you need is coming the members you need they are coming i command the doors of our houses and our homes and our businesses to open and as they open everything we need is coming everything we need is coming everything we need is coming everybody says coming is coming it's coming it's coming it's coming arise shine for your light is come and the glory of the lord is risen upon you darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people but the lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon you now look at the things that are coming upon you many things are coming to you but i just want to mention four number one is gentiles will come to the brightness of your rising gentiles 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 will come now who are gentiles gentiles are people of a foreign language the gentiles will come to your light gentiles are people of a foreign language they are different from you they speak another language they are different from you gentiles 
Mm. I don't want to scare you, but Gentiles are idol worshippers. They are idol worshippers. They are, they are Muslim. They are Hindus. They are Shintoists. Some of them are atheists. Gentiles. They are sinners. Gentiles. People of another mental and philosophical orientation altogether. They don't believe in what you believe. They are, but they are coming. They are coming. They are coming. And the reason they are coming is that they are coming to be born again. But I know that when I say they are coming to be born again, it fits into your religious mind so well that I don't want to go there. Today, I just want to irritate you. Get you angry. Possibly offended. Some of them are coming not because they are coming to be born again. They are coming so that God will use them to help you. Because ladies and gentlemen, a lot of the treasures we need for ministry are called the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches in secret places. The money we need for the kind of things God wants us to do. Listen, I'm not talking about dirty money. Unbelievers don't necessarily have dirty money. They have money they legitimately earn. They are in the mining industry and it is legitimate money. I'm talking about Sergio Aguero in your church. He's not speaking in tongues, but God brings him to you to help you. The Gentiles will come. Gentiles. When Philip went to mingle with Gentiles, the Jews were angry. Why, why, is, why is Peter mingling with Gentiles? Why? And at a certain point, Peter had to be hiding. In dealing with the Gentiles, these were Gentiles who were even getting born again. And still, the church couldn't handle it. So if they were Gentiles that, that no interest in Christianity, it would be worse. He said the gentiles will come to your light and do you think all of them are coming so that they'll be born again no the queen of sheba did not go to solomon in order to go and um get born again she went to solomon and the bible said she carried talents of gold 120 talents of gold to the king in those days valued at about 4.5 million dollars listen gentiles will come and I know whenever we talk about Gentiles and we, we talk about money, Christians get nervous. But the whole of Christianity is about maybe 70% hypocrisy and 30% sincerity. You know, as soon as it comes to money, all our hypocrisy comes to life. But don't Gentiles teach you physics in the classroom? Most of the people teach your children and even you are Gentiles. The lecturers who lecture you, about 80% are unbelievers. The hotel you sleep in anytime you travel, about 90% belong to unbelievers. When you sit in OA bars, the driver may be a Muslim. So it's a Gentile that is driving you to Accra. 
The clothing you are wearing right now are unbelieving clothing. They are not born again. Unbelievers sold them. Even your face mask was manufactured by an atheist. I'm speaking Chinese. Hey, touch not the unclean thing. Wherefore, come out from among them and you've covered yourself with a nose mask. Very soon, some of you will be taking vaccine. The vaccine was not manufactured in a church. Maybe unbelievers, a taste, did it. But you know what? When an atheist or an unbeliever has money or wisdom or knowledge and brings it, God is making them work for you. God is making them work for you. Anybody clapping? May you begin to chop money which belongs to God. Now, by the, by the way, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. When God says the silver is mine and the gold is mine, it includes the money the unbeliever has. So when the unbeliever brings you that money, he brought you the money which belongs to your dad, which belongs to your heavenly father. Because the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof, the wealth and dead that dwell therein. Gentiles will come to your light. <laughs> Yeah, pastor, you just be walking about and somebody will just come and bless you and the person says, look, I'm a Muslim. <laughs> and then another person will come to you and say, look, I'm a pagan. I, I, I don't really believe in what you preach, but I just like you. I just want to help you. Here you are. And then the pastor says, oh no, you know. And the Bible said, come out from among them and be ye separate. So that car and, and the other car which belonged to a Christian. What is the difference? Both of them are Toyota cars. I'm just praying. May God free your mind. May God free your mind from this bondage. This building they are building on the side here. Go up there and see. It is not only believers who are building it. Some of them are unbelievers. In fact, the steel bender may be a Muslim. So he said, Gentiles will come to your mind. And notice these people that a Christian, when you have a mind which is not flexible at all, you really struggle. I know pastors who cannot befriend unbelievers. No, they can't. They can't befriend unbelievers. When I show you my phone, you'll be shocked. Footballers. I communicate with footballers. Footballers. And at the time I start communicating with some of them, they are not born again. And then I lead them to Christ eventually. I lead them to Christ eventually. But when we start talking, it is the football I enjoy. And we start dealing with the football. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? I'm standing here not only because of Christians, but also because of the contribution of people you may call Gentiles. You will just stigmatize them and throw them away and hide in your church cocoon. Listen to 
will come to your light. Anybody clapping, something is happening to your life. So you know what? We pray in a church. 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 But the one God will use to answer the prayer does not depend on us. Elijah, there is famine on the land. Go to the brook chariot. A raven, unclean animal will bring you food. After the raven has stopped coming, he said, go to Zerepta, another strange land. And I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. I came to tell somebody that where And Peter was in the, in the rooftop praying. And he saw a vessel descending from heaven. Full of clean and unclean animals. And the Lord told him, arise and slay and eat. Get up and slay and eat. This is your food. You know what Peter said? I nearly said, do you know what careless Peter said? Lord, I have never eaten anything unclean since I was born. You know God told him, that which I have cleansed, don't call it common. Oh, Abedipele, when he scored a goal for Ghana, didn't you jump? Did you say it wasn't a Christian goal? <laughs> I want a born again goal. No, he's, he's, he's a Muslim. He's a Muslim. The other day, I called some of the Young guys in Manchester United. I spoke to Paul Pogba. He's a Muslim. Listen to me, people. The reason you are where you are in life, not progressing at all, is that you are hiding in a cocoon. And the church is in that place. We, we, we are in that place. It's, it's a religious sanctuary. And that sanctuary has put us in a siege. We are under siege. Osofu, So here is Peter. I have never eaten anything unclean. God said, That which I have cleansed, don't call unclean. And then, whilst Peter was there, the reason why God was showing him that vision was because of Cornelius. Cornelius the Gentile had sent a message. From Caesarea to come and look for Peter. And God told him, He said, Now arise and get thee down. Some men are looking for you and they are sending you to the house of a Gentile. When you go, arise, get thee down, and go with them, asking no questions. Don't ask questions, Gentiles will come to your light i prophesy gentiles into your life and you know normally the, the, our trouble is hey if i go to them they will contaminate me what kind of light are you that fear darkness like that you are light and you fear darkness they will not contaminate you you will sanctify them you will purify them you will make them clean 
Now watch this. Watch this. Abraham was Abraham because of a Gentile. Abimelech, the Philistine. Without Abimelech, Abraham would not be the great wealthy man he was. Jacob was Jacob, not because of his own father. From his own father's house, he took only a staff. But he went into the house of Laban. And Laban was an idol worshiper. You may pretend you don't know that. But when Rachel was living in her father's house, she stole even idols. Joseph, in his own father's house. Joseph became Joseph because of Potiphar. And Joseph became Joseph because of Pharaoh. And Pharaoh was an idol worshiper. Daniel became Daniel because of Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar was an idol worshiper. Moses became Moses because of Pharaoh's sons, Pharaoh's daughter. And Pharaoh and the daughters, daughter, were idol worshippers. Listen, you must learn to eat from the mouth of a lion without the lion biting your hand. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.